Welcome back to the Chronic Health Podcast of Greystone Chiropractic. I'm your host, Dr. Lee Goldenberg, and I'm joined by Teresa, Anna, Amanda, and Sarah of our office, Greystone Chiropractic. Today we're delighted to talk a little bit about stress, anxiety, the adrenal glands, depression, and natural methods to cope with some of these very common afflictions that affect many, many Americans, and especially here in Birmingham. Okay, we're going to switch gears right now and talk a little bit about how chiropractic and the stress response, depression, and anxiety might be related or how we can help in that realm. So a lot of us have experienced uh, depression, anxiety, uh, overwhelming stress, and I believe they're all linked. I believe uh, overexertion of the adrenal glands has a lot to do with depression mm. and anxiety. So um, that's something we can talk about today a little bit. Well, I mean, just anecdotally, I know that I've suffered from a pretty severe case of uh, postpartum anxiety mm. um, after I gave birth to my first, well, my, my only, <laughs> my child. Are you um, trying to tell us something? <laughs> no. And um, I mean, really, it's kind of interesting because it also coincided with the seven weeks I really wasn't going anywhere. I I wasn't getting adjusted I either. Like I came in a, like maybe twice in that entire in two months, <laughs> entire time when really I I needed it the most. Yeah. And really, when you look at the research, it's because when we adjust, and especially in the thoracic spine, the mid-back and lower mid-back, that actually reduces cortisol, which is a stress chemical. And they found this in two different studies over the years, that it immediately reduces salivary cortisol, which is how they measure um, how your body's handling stress. If you're in overwhelming amounts of cortisol in the body, your body's overstressed and it can't repair as well and it can't heal as well which means we have immune issues we have hormone regulation issues potentially um digestive issues and sleep so rest and repair can't happen when we're in fight or flight Mm. yes and whenever you're first like having a baby you're doing nothing but fight or flight like like are they fed are they breathing (laughs) will they ever sleep will they will i ever sleep i'm still wondering that Mm. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, I actually was uh, checking out this really cool study about uh, biochemical markers of stress response after adjustments. Um, And it was saying that after you get adjusted, your body has an increase of neurotensin and oxytocin. So uh, the Explain. Yeah, sure. The neurotensin is like, okay, like I didn't even know what that was. (laughs) But they found a significantly higher value um, values of it after the adjustment and it neutralizes pain, not just pain, but stress induced pain. Mm. Um, It's implicated in um, dopamine signaling. So um, it it's kind of this is really fascinating. It resembles um, the like the same chemicals that they use in antipsychotic drugs. So it kind of keeps you, adjustments keep you sane. They, uh, they keep you, uh, your mind, uh, healthy. <laughs> so, That's um, a pretty, pretty great finding neurotensin. And, um, I mean, you know, we know with dopamine, that's, uh, kind of a, a pain pleasure kind of, uh, center of the brain, uh, mm, chemical that the, the, 
the brain releases. And we find in, in a lot of these neurodegenerative disorders, some Parkinson's is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a reduction of dopamine, in, uh, you know, released from the brain and inhibition of dopamine. Could there be a reaction or response when the brain is, is releasing more dopamine due to adjustment, you know, uh, good regular chiropractic care. And so I do talk to people about that and I look, and this is obviously not about stress or uh, depression, but if I look at a patient with Parkinson's, I find a lot of times, so far pretty much every single time I've, I've worked with one, uh, there is a, a pulling on the spinal cord because of a forward head posture or a reverse curve in the neck, and it's putting a lot of tension on the spinal cord, and that could be changing the way the body and the brain are communicating, and maybe it's not producing or releasing those chemicals like dopamine. So a good adjustment, you know, increase neurotensin, increase dopamine, reduce cortisol. Well, I know I, I feel an increase of dopamine after I get an adjustment. I feel pretty, I feel pretty good. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but oxytocin also um, was found to, to be increased after an adjustment. And um, we, we know about oxytocin. It makes you feel connected, makes you feel bonded. Loved. Yes, it's that lovey, cuddly hormone. It's um, the feel-good fire. <laughs> and, and that's a really great finding because I, I hadn't even seen that, that um, adjusting actually increases the oxytocin response or release. Yeah, I mean, it counters That's a big a, one in pregnancy. Yes. Yeah. So it helps release milk. It el- helps uh, you forget everything oh, that you experience. You can actually have another one. Hold back. Oh. <laughs> tricky, tricky. Yeah, but that's, that's, you know, that's how we're wired, you know. If we remember the bad stuff, <laughs> we're not going to do it again. Yes. But how this is all related to, like, anxiety and stress, I mean, if um, oxytocin, it actually enhances... You know, your your connectedness, um, it alleviates serious conditions like anxiety and depression. And um, even found like for PTSD as well. So, I mean, it's really... Yeah, I mean, PTSD, for those who don't know, is post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, usually after a traumatic event, people have uh, a chronic uh, stress experience, basically. Um, could be after uh, being, you know, in the service. We've had a lot of people coming from back from Iraq or Afghanistan... Mm. Um, or anywhere, stationed anywhere, after a stress, uh, stressful time, they have to work through a lot of that. And chiropractic care is essential in that because usually the only re- uh, treatment in mainstream technique and care through the VA is going to be drugs yeah. mm-hmm. and therapy, which everybody needs, but, um, but chiropractic and therapy maybe first, yeah. and then if needed, drugs later. So, you know, I always say chiropractic first, all else second. not to say we shouldn't be you know eating nutritiously and and you know exercising and dealing with stress but you know i mean the the drug therapy yes yes absolutely i mean we i mean that's something that definitely we're not taught enough about is you know the the nutrition aspect the chiropractic aspect the non-invasive aspects of um how to get your hormones in balance how to get your body feeling good how to get your mind straight and once it is how to keep it that mm, way absolutely which is what we like to talk about in here not just trying to get well how do we stay well and promote wellness and and it doesn't just stop like you know it's not like a destination you just get to okay now i'm well mm-hmm. it's always striving to stay well and get better weller as i would tell people in the office <laughs> optimal health words. yeah optimal. And, and just keep seeking higher higher heights, uh, more optimalness, <laughs> optimization. 
Yes, because I never felt knew I could feel this good. If that's, I know that sounds a little crazy, but like, you know, because you're like, oh, you think you start off at like, you know, and you're like, you reach a point somewhere in your like teens or in your early 20s. And you're like, yes, this is like the zenith of like feel good. Like, <laughs> you said that. <laughs> I, I felt like absolute turd <laughs> in my teenage years. So I had a there few was good no days. zenith for me <laughs> until, Aww. until, you know, late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, maybe late 40s. Now I'm hitting my peak, mm. or maybe not even a peak. Maybe I'm just that's what I'm saying. Middle of the mountain It's like you're 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 like you feel like you're I like this is how I'm feeling lately. Like I'm on the peak, and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh wait, no, now I can see the peak. There's even there's more. more. There's another peak. Always progress. Well, that's that's what one of the the really cool studies showed that uh, the review of literature that talked about patients that stayed under chiropractic care. And they, they kind of checked in on them every couple of months for three years. And they found that the, the markers that they were checking and wellness and, and all the vitals, it just kept getting better. And there was no maximum clinical benefit, meaning there was no ceiling to the improvements that they kept getting. So that's why, for me, it's never going to be a, a like question of when, you know, when am I getting adjusted? I'm yeah. always getting adjusted. And when will I stop? Never. I'm always going to take care of my body, just like you always take care of your teeth or you always, you know, try to eat well and exercise. Those things never end. Your nutritionist is never going to say, okay, you're done eating well. Or your, your, <laughs> no your trainer is never going to say, okay, you're done training. You've, you reached that goal. Just stop now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never stop. You want to keep it well once you've gotten to certain goals. Yeah. And then keep setting new higher goals, which yeah. is really cool. Absolutely. So, um, Sarah, I know you were um, looking about chiropractic and how that chiropractic care can help with anxiety and depression. Can you tell us a little bit? Yeah. In this article I found, it it tells you that you need to find balance between the mind and the body. And as with most, every, most everything in life, it's all about balance. Balancing how the mind and the body work together can be key in managing your anxiety and depression because when you get adjusted, you alleviate the spinal misalignments that keep your body from working properly mm-hmm. and that like controls like the different hormones you were talking about yep. it promotes your sleep because when you sleep better mm, you, you function better, better. Oh, yeah. yeah and and then it's also a great natural solution without the side effects of all the medicines that they prescribe for anxiety and depression because all those medicines they give you unwanted side effects as fatigue weight gain insomnia and with chiropractic, it's all natural, and it helps reduce all of those. That's and it awesome. also can help with your blood pressure, which is a side effect of anxiety and depression. Truly. It's been proven. And sometimes, uh, you know, when we get into a stress situation, the blood pressure goes up. And then we go into, uh, like, say, a doctor's office, and we get white coat syndrome, mm-hmm. and we go yes. in there, and we're stressed out, and they take our blood pressure, and like, oh, it's elevated. <laughs> and yeah, it's elevated because I'm stressed about well, being here. And let, now let's put you on some <laughs> statins and like. Well, yeah, blood pressure, <laughs> medicine, or or cholesterol. If, if cholesterol's up, the problem with statin. Uh, somebody's just asking me about this today, and I'm not saying you know do or don't. You know, this is up to you and your medical provider. But I will talk about challenges. I mean, cholesterol is a necessary, uh, really a, a hormone. It's, it's a really necessary thing in our diet, the right kind anyway, because it helps us synthesize hormones, create hormones, move vitamin D. It helps your body do every function possible. So you need the right kind of cholesterol, and a statin inhibits that or, or reduces your absorption of cholesterol, reduces cholesterol that you need to function. And then eventually, 20 to 30 years later, the brain is deficient. 
in many ways. And one of the ways is it doesn't absorb CoQ10, which is a nutrient you need to function well and be smart. <laughs> um, the problem with, with the way we treat, quote unquote, cholesterol is that we're not looking at diet, exercise, and removing mm -hmm. trans fats, you know, the, the kind of synthetic fats that are in right. fast food or uh, fake, you know, alternative fats. Yeah. Like, you know, fake, oh, fake butter, you know, that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. And it's in a lot of the boxed foods that are hydrolyzed proteins and uh, hydrogenated anything. Mm. That stuff is, is bad for your brain and your body. So you're going to eventually have higher cholesterol when you eat that stuff. And look, the standard American diet is packed with trans fats and the fast food diets. I mean, that's all it is. So if we can kind of eliminate the pathway for that, then I believe we would be off statins or at least lower to or less to prescribe right, yeah. so many. I mean, and it's like a, a combo deal because you there's the stat, you know, all of the trans fats, but then you're also getting all of the preservatives and like all of the food coloring. It's like it's just like it's like just a Franken meal of just lab created. Yeah. Like, I mean, and not to deny that it tastes good. And that's, that's the problem, <laughs> well, right? That is the problem because we're ruled by the taste buds. Yeah. And really they're, they're altered when we eat that kind of stuff. Ugh. They're altered for so long that it's hard to get to real food again mm, because right. your taste buds are so trained to be receptive to only like, like sugar, 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 and, and the sweetest or the tartest or the, you know, less real mm -hmm. stuff well i was reading about like uh candida yeast and other yeasts like that just invade the body and they say like to think of it almost like an alien because they kind of just take over because your your uh, intestines are really heavily lined with nerves and everything they're like calling it Minor? like the second yes yours are okay. um they're <laughs> they're like your second brain and yes. their first brain or some people. Yeah. <laughs> You're so stomach uh, oriented like me. But like they say that these yeasts like just take over your thought process. Like they will be like, Hey, you, you need to, you need to eat sugar. You need it to craves, eat wheat. You need to eat it now. Sugar. Yeah. And wheat and, and processed sugar are the two big ones. And that's why people, when they're stressed, bringing it back to stress, they crave the things that feed those things. That monster. That monster. And that's usually the carb type foods, bagels, croissants, bread, pizza, that kind of stuff. And that's sort of like the quick high to get mm. that stress response handled, you know, because you need a quick burst and then you crash again. And then what do you go for when you crash? More the of junk. that sugary junk. It keeps and it's you a in vicious a cycle. Yeah. The cycle of just feeling like ick. And then we get to adrenal fatigue, which mm. also causes pain, which causes depression. This is all linked. Yeah. And I find it with a lot of our patients when they come to us first. They've been so chronically in pain that they're depressed. They have maybe fibromyalgia or something of the like. And there's a lot of uh, nutritional deficiencies as well. So you really have to hit a lot of different aspects. But you can't do too much at once. And this is a good thing for the listener to understand mm. If you try to change every single thing at once, it, nothing will stick. It's like trying to throw a whole bowl of pasta on the fridge, you know, check if it's sticky. Mm. How many pieces? Why? I only threw one, one, one piece. Noodle, right? One noodle. Okay, so my thought was when I was <laughs> learning to cook, I thought you'd throw the whole thing on the fridge and it all supposed to stick. But no, all of it falls. Then what happens? Yeah, then I got to cook over. Are you hungry turn still? Yeah, I got <laughs> to start over. So only one noodle sticks and everything else falls. <laughs> Or everything falls and nothing sticks. So that's the mm. thing. Don't try to change everything at once. Yeah. Don't be 20-year-old <laughs> Lee. 
who <laughs> couldn't, cook, spaghetti. couldn't cook spaghetti. All right. But look, spaghetti is not so great for you anyway. So no. that's, that's So like it. speaking of, maybe just cut out spaghetti. <laughs> Unless you get it from Italy, which, you know, there's non-GMO mm. noodles, you know, over, I mean, like, you know, overseas. Make it by hand. You see Before, them stretch the whole it. wheat noodles? Yeah. But even that, if your your source is American, it's probably GMO and, yeah. and um, I would say probably full of glyphosate, which is a pesticide. Yeah. Yeah, we're not gonna say brand names, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've we've ratted out a couple companies, but I mean, I'm sure they're not gonna come after me because we're not like, you know, billion listeners yet. Yes, <laughs> yes. But but you know, let's try not to. <laughs> but yeah. uh, a point being, um, you will find that that companies that produce unless unless it's a mom and pop kind of sh- shop that makes pasta here, most of the sources of wheat are gonna be GMO which means genetically modified organisms, which means the person that's uh, planting it is going to try to get everything exactly the same, which is not how it goes in nature. You, when, you, when you plant an heirloom seed, basically a, you know original sourced seed of, of wheat, let's say, it would grow to different lengths. You know, this area of mm-hmm. the, the acreage is higher than the other, and they're sparse in some spots and more plentiful in others. In a GMO type of environment, they want everything exactly the same. They want to maximize growth on the land, so they're over over farming that land. Yeah, and they're able to kind of keep everything the same height, so they can, you know, basically harvest it easier, which is great for them. But it's not great for our systems because the genetic modification to make everything exactly the same is is unrecognizable to our gut, mm-hmm. and we end up becoming inflamed and sick and don't really realize why. We're inflamed, right. we're hurting, we have headaches, we have malaise, uh, lethargy, fatigue, mm-hmm. insomnia, digestive issues. And then, the we go, then we go into the medical doctor and we start getting on something to help with the symptoms, yet we've got to realize the, the origin is what we're eating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you start off with a GMO product and then they also refine it until it's like the most refined product possible and then they're going to add some sugar into it and then like why not a little trans fat and then like, let's deep help, fried us, it. help us become addicted to it, Yeah, which mm-hmm. is what that does. It actually creates an addiction. So you eat more of it and this is why the fast food companies have that. Oh, you saw the movie Super Size Me. I think we talked about oh, yeah. this earlier. Mm-hmm. Super Size Me was, it, it showed that he was becoming addicted to that because of what was in there, the trans fats and then the sugars and the um, tastes that they add to it. They actually became, he became addicted just in 30 days or less than 30 days. So it was pretty interesting how, what kind of chemical changes in our food can cause us to either become unhealthy or addicted to a certain taste or both. It's interesting. I have a friend of mine that works for a, um, like, food scientists like company i'm not mm-hmm. gonna say what company but like it's their job is to how do we make this food as addictive as possible and it's like wild. it's it's crazy to think about i mean but that's there's there are teams te- like huge like departments of people just trying to find it's out billion dollar industry how to make food they, one of their um things they talk about is vanishing caloric value or um, vanishing density value it's something like you know when you eat a cheeto puff or something mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then like you put it in your mouth and mm-hmm. then it just kind of disappears no don't like know that. <laughs> you, i'm glad you don't know that i like, have i've, I've experienced it, it was <laughs> good okay, you should i ate cheetos in the 80s a lot of them 
But like those puff ones, they kind of just disappear. And apparently like it makes your brain think that you haven't had any food. So you keep eating. So you just keep eating. So you need a whole bag in like 35 seconds. Exactly. It melts in your mouth. Not in your, but it's actually all over your hands, isn't it? (laughs) It's so much orange. orange. So much orange. All right, everybody. So to recap, we really focused today on the stress response, anxiety, depression, chemical causes, nutritional causes, and physical causes, especially due to the chronic subluxation or past trauma affecting the alignment of the vertebrae, which can affect how the nerves transmit information from the brain to body and how chemical reactions occur in the body. So we know that when there's chronic subluxation or repetitive misalignment in the spine, it increases cortisol, which is stress chemicals. So you cannot adequately overcome anxiety, fear, depression, excess worry, and it leads to many other things. Most of us tend to medicate when the first Uh, symptom comes on. But if we can look at the source and really fine tune how the body is working, I think great things will come. If you have any questions, you can always text us at 205-981-8090 or feel free to email office at graystonechiropractor.com. Our website is graystonechiropractor.com for more information on Graystone Chiropractic and the office of Dr. Lee Goldenberg. I appreciate you listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Chronic Health. Six a.m.